0: Welcome back into the fight pit we have got an exciting one for you we are joined by the most phenomenal talent in the bantamweight division right now the bantamweight beauty I'm talking about that guy right there Peyton Talbot undefeated fighter making his debut Before we get to this interview, I do have to give a quick shout out to our amazing sponsor pillow fight. Listen, if you're like me, you need to have the right pillow to fall asleep. And luckily pillow fight is that right pillow. I'm talking the difference between tossing and turning and sleeping like you just got hit by a Peyton Talbot flying knee. So make sure you use the link in our description, save yourself some money and get some better sleep y'all. Thank you to pillow fight for sponsoring this episode. Now, Peyton, coming off of that UFC debut. How you feeling? You got the submission win. That was a phenomenal performance. Talk talk us through what life has been like after the UFC debut.
1: Uh, It's been cool. Definitely, I've gotten a lot of engagement and some people recognizing me, Um, but it's, it's cool. I've just been catching up on some sleep and relaxing and just enjoying
0: the fruits of my labor. Well, man, you absolutely deserve it. Getting to watch you on the contender series, getting to watch your debut. I've got to say, your just pure understanding of distance and space is one of the best that I have seen in the entire time I've been watching MMA, to be honest. Like you are just that good on the feet. It was really apparent when Nick Aguirre was doing nothing but shooting takedowns throughout that first round, trying to hold you down. He'd had he had no desire to stand on the feet with you. How does it feel knowing that that reputation already precedes you coming into the big show? Uh, It feels good,
1: but there's a little bit of pressure I put on myself to always outperform
0: myself every
1: time. So um, I'm just trying to make small improvements and adjustments and get better in like every mini off season that I have. But um, I put a lot of pressure on myself. So I just, I want to do better each time
0: absolutely and all the great ones do put pressure on themselves drew i'm gonna throw it to you next give us a, give us a little question for the future of the bantamweight division peyton talbot My oh, man peyton good to see you dude uh, congratulations
2: one of the most anticipated debuts in our area for sure in a long time uh, and shout out to Sinjin, uh, a common and common friend uh, i want to know what besides anime inspired you to start fighting you started fighting pretty young um i think you were what uh i want to say like 19 or so when you had your first like first fight uh what was it that made you want to get into fighting as a career uh
1: i just enjoyed it like i didn't really want to get into it as a career it's still like kind of a weird thought to me but um i've always just like to get into uh, you know, little tussles with my friends growing up and my little brother. Um, and I just think that I've always had like, a very hard time getting enjoyment out of regular things that other people do, you know, I've, I've had like kind of a, I need a higher level of stress to feel stuff. So um, that's mainly the reason and anime did do quite a bit for me in terms of that.
2: Feel that feel that follow up question. Who wins in a fight, Goku or One Punch Man?
0: Oh, One Punch Man! Yeah, <laughs> come on, that's, man. that's his job. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I gotta ask, what's the what's the top anime right now? What are we watching?
1: Um, probably Chainsaw Man. But once they animate on. the rest of it, I think that's gonna be like huge. But right now I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen. It's just a clusterfuck of like yeah. specific powers.
0: So it's, it's funny and entertaining. love the anime inspiration. Yeah, it says hey, John, the guy with, it the, with the you JJK
1: hand tattoo. <laughs> oh, that's sick.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh Man, speaking of those tattoos, I gotta ask, the circle, that is one of the most badass pieces I've seen. You got it on the, on the, the chest and on the back. What, like, is there a meaning behind that tattoo, if I can ask that?
1: Yeah, it's just like an internal void a hollowness and aloneness but it comes from bleach it's like kind of the same reason the hollows have it people either love it or hate it there's, there's
0: no in between i was hoping man the more and more i get to know about you just the more you're just the most badass human being Gage. what is your question for mr talbot
1: uh with you know making ufc debut and all that and the media that comes with it uh what do you think that's gonna be like going forward for you handling that aspect i'm now making it as you said a career instead of just pure enjoyment and then having the media presence all coming at you every which way adding to your camp and everything uh i think i'm going to handle it well it's definitely going to be an adjustment but um i think i'm going to use it to uh, leverage even more things so although i i quit my uh, barista job to have more time and free up more space i think i'm going to stay pretty busy with um leveraging my engagement into uh, things that I'm passionate about and um I'm always busy like I never am able to just like have free time I always have to like just get something going so um yeah I think I'm just gonna eventually be able to live life on easy mode and just use all of my engagement to do whatever the hell I want but until then I have to put the work to get there
0: And speaking of putting in the work to get there, let's talk a little bit about what's next. And I gotta say, when we were previewing this episode, Drew and I were talking about it. Let's get this guy on a pay-per-view. Come on, people. Is that the goal? Are we wanting to get on some of those bigger cards? And is there any name jumping out to you of I wanna fight that guy next?
1: Um, well, they did have me on the main card, which was cool for my debut. I thought that was like kind of unheard of. But um, I, I want to take my time because I'm going to be like, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be somebody that just like picks fights and fights like semi frequently. I'm going to be trying to hit the gas pedal. So um, I'm cool with working my way up. But the problem with me is that I don't really watch UFC. So I don't really know many people in my weight class besides like the top five or six. So I don't really know many people to call out. The only person like close to my level would be Christian Rodriguez, C-Rod. And I know him because I fought in his past opponent like like that fight i'm liking that that would be a good fight i think i probably have to earn my way up to him maybe one or two more fights so
0: man you are you are definitely well on your way to earning those or earning your way up because i only see climbing for you because man nothing but finishes you had the decision on the contender series get the rear naked choke you are a complete mixed martial artist. There's no way around it. But like you said, you like to always compete against yourself. That is by far one of the most important things when looking at an athlete, looking at a competitor, always trying to be better than your past self. What were some of the things looking back at the Nick Aguirre tape? What were some self scout moments that you were thinking? I wish I could have done that a little bit better.
1: Um. Well, obviously, I wish I would have fought the takedown off better. Um, but I, I, think I made a smart choice and I think that that was really important cause I heard him just huffing and puffing on my back and he was gassing his arms and legs out just, yeah. Like I felt him breaking in the first round. Like I was, I just let him waste a lot of the energy. I was trying to get up. Don't get me wrong, but I wasn't going to be stupid about it. So, um, I do wish I like sucked the finish out of him more and I wish I finished it on my feet, but kind of cool to submit a, a jiu-jitsu guy. So, um, all in all, I wish that I just um, landed more on my feet and just trusted more of my striking combos.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But hey, you went into you know his terrain, the you know college wrestler, NCAA wrestler, and you tapped him. There ain't no, there ain't nothing that anyone can say against you. And I think whoever your next opponent's going to be, they're going to maybe think twice about those takedowns because. I've not really seen a whole lot of people who make a habit out of doing backflips and front flips to get out of takedowns. Have you been doing that pretty consistently? Is that something we've been practicing? Yeah.
1: It was funny. I actually like put out a video on my story like two days before the fight of me like front flipping over my training partner and we were just like joking about oh, what if I were to actually do that? And then I ended up doing it not as pretty, but um the intention is hey, the, the results.
0: They look good to me. Thank you. <laughs> drew what do you got for Peyton before we wrap this up so
2: as far as uh the competition that you've had leading up to your ufc debut you fought uh locally you fought for king of the cage uriah favors a1 combat how does competing at the because the debut was at the apex correct yeah
1: yeah it was how does there.
2: competing at the apex compare to like the regular regional shows where you have big crowds uh you you have like that that big big fight atmosphere was there anything different about the apex that stood out to you
1: yeah it's extremely different um i just think that it's more intimate and small and um because there isn't a giant crowd for all the noise to be drowned out and you you hear everything but um i think if you're a person that can't like generate uh an internal fire like within yourself you can get lost in the fact that there's no crowd because it's easy to draw energy from the crowd but i've always been somebody that just like has it within me so um it wasn't too big of a deal but definitely like it's different you notice it while you're fighting
2: you do seem like a real level-headed dude you seem like the kind of dude who doesn't really need somebody to light a fire under their ass to get going you seem real self-motivated uh self-aware Uh, do you prefer something like that intimate setting or are you the type of guy who does kind of feed off the crowd when you can
1: i'm cool with either honestly i i do like the apex more i just wish my family could be there that would like make it perfect right um in my world because you know it would just be me my family and my opponent very intimate like i said but I think if a crowd would be super cool, like just to feed off their energy and like get them to be present with me in the moment, that would be sick.
0: I'd love to hear a crowd's reaction to you sinking in that rear naked choke and sticking the tongue out. Are you kidding me? That would have gotten a pop so good. Drew, keep going if you got something. I was screaming at home when that happened, man. And when you did the front
2: flip, that was, oh, that was so sweet. Um, is there a dream? We'll say, uh, I know because you don't really, you know, pay attention to future Damn opponents, and the rest Keep of the me division. To it. <laughs> is there a, like, a dream fight or a dream, uh, a dream event, a dream, you know, Madison Square Garden, T Mobile, um, any, any kind of like, uh, certain type of fight, certain event that you that you aspire to reach to.
1: Um, I'd like to go to Madison Square Garden because I've never been to New York solely for that purpose. Sick. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see how much I could do to John Jones or Francis Ngannou. <laughs> I, if, I could do anything significant to one of those guys.
2: I think you would. Back to those early UFC days. No weight class. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gage, I'm throwing it to you next before we get out of here. What I mean, do you got for Peyton? Drew kind of beat me
1: to it. Uh, what it would be your dream bantamweight fight? and that, like, That's your goal of like, this is the fight I would love to have if I could pick anyone or be in any situation. And what are you looking for to? I know you said you're trying to keep the gas on. When are you looking to get back in there? Is it USC 300 kind of territory a little, bit, a little bit earlier in the year? like to get back in the cage like february march like pretty soon i just wanted the holidays to relax but um i'll give you three people sean of course my My supposed mma twin (laughs) and uh peter Yan because he's tough as nails and we would put on a striking clinic same as sean um and marab because i think marab is just the truth in this division and he would uh I would learn some, I would learn the most about myself fighting Mirab.
0: There you go, folks. You heard it here first. Sugar Sean, Pyotr, Jan, and Mirab. Those are the names that are those dream fights. Peyton, before we get going, I just got to say thank you so much for hopping on here. You truly are one of the most down-to-earth, humble athletes that we've had the privilege of talking to. And thank you so much for hopping on House Call with us, man yeah no worries
1: thanks for having me on guys uh shout out to family first here in the area and, and reno Their chiropractor clinic they've fixed me more times than i can count um and pro bar element and my gym reno academy of combat
0: there we go the star of reno nevada the future of the ufc bantamweight division peyton talbot until the next time, that's Gage, that's Drew, I'm Kyle, that is Peyton Talbot. Remember the name. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.
1: I think it's going to be it's until John's healthy, A is not going to fight anyone else. Steep is just, I don't think he fights anyone else.
0: It doesn't make any